Welcome to our July 7th Bible study for North Coast United Methodist Church in Rancho Bernardo, California. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis, and it's my blessing to spend time and to talk with you as we look at the theme from our previous Sunday's sermon and talk about what it means to not be alone. I, I want you to know there, there's something that I, and I, I have been experiencing this lately, especially in this moment of social distancing that exists with COVID-19. I have found myself in conversations with individuals who long to be in community. We as human beings desire to be with a group. We desire to share things, to interact with others. We desire to find our place in the company of others so that we can find common joys, common concerns, and common freedoms that come to us through the care of a community. One of the things that I've worked very, very hard on throughout this time of social distancing, the time that we care collectively as we stand singularly, I want you to know that I have begun to discover what it really means to desire community and desire a new sense of what community can be. One of the blessings in my life as a pastor, and especially before I became a lead pastor, I loved visitation. Now, I have the blessing being at North Coast United Methodist Church. I get I get to go out on visits. I get to see my church members. Unfortunately, I also have dear pastoral friends who who serve administratively in larger churches and they have the inability to go out and to be that one-on-one presence. They they have to trust others like Stephen Ministers or visitation teams or so forth to go out and do that work as they administratively care for the flock. I have a blessing. I still get to go on visits. And over this last three-month span, I've also had the unique blessing of being able to make more and more phone calls because it has been the primary way that I've been able to interact with other people. One of the things that I've started to see through the phone calls is right at the beginning of the process, three months ago, it was a really quick phone call. It was, hey, how are you doing? Um, Are you guys got enough toilet paper? Do you have enough food? The, The very easy conversations that I've had at the beginning of this con. Uh, this journey for us all. And now, as we've been on this journey for some time, one of the things that I've noticed is the phone calls are much longer. And that's not a complaint. I, I enjoy the deeper conversations that are taking place. And also, it's opening a door to make me realize that people are seeking community. I want us to think about that for a moment. And listen, I'm not telling people to break out of the shelter of their homes. Please wear your mask. Please continue to social distance. Well, it's the only way that we are going to get to the other side of this COVID thing. But what I want to talk about is 
we have this desire in our lives to, to share, to share with others, to share our, our victories, to share our defeats, to share our congratulations, and to share our worries and our concerns. We have a desire as human nature to share. Our scripture this past week looks at the concept of taking our worries and our concerns and setting them on the shoulders of God so that we can share the task that we're dealing with, that we can share the responsibilities that we have to move through, and we can share our joys, we can share our sorrows, we can take the good, we can take the bad. And we can move forward through that celebration. I want to look at that today. Because there are so many images that exist in our world today of us trying to share and to help others. I used an image in the sermon this past week of a double yoked harness. And a yoke, take my yoke upon you and yearn for me for I am weak and lowly at heart. A yoke is a, is farming equipment. It's a harness that you put on an oxen that you put on a horse and it pulls the cart. It helps them plow the fields. A yoke puts the work on the workhorse so that you can do your, your skills. A yoke is supposed to make the work easier for the farmer, but maybe not so much always for the horse. And then there's a double yoke, and you've seen this so many times of horses uh, going side by side, working together side by side, uh, so that they can plow the fields, that they can pull the carts and parades and everything. It's separating the effort to make the work easier. I want us to hold on to that idea as we share this, because currently... As we live in a world that that is desiring community, we are dealing with the ways that people are desiring unity. And we're trying to figure out how that we can share in that task to create freedom. I want you to think about our gospel message and the requirements of being a part of the the family of Christ. So if we look at our baptismal covenant, we talk about what it means to address the needs of the world and to make sure that there is a place for everyone at the table of Jesus Christ. As a United Methodist, we celebrate an open table. And what an open table of celebration means is that anyone can come, Anyone can approach the altar. Anyone can celebrate the gift of communion. Anyone has a place at the table of freedom that is brought to us through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Sometimes we just need to realize that the yoke that is being carried is not a single yoke that is required for one person to carry. Sometimes we need to realize that even though we don't understand the situation, it's still a double yoke. And there are people within the existence of our lives that just needs someone to give them the extra strength and the extra help so that they can move forward and find freedom from the burdens 
in their lives. There's so much going on in the world that I don't have a personal connection to. There's so much going on in the world that I don't have a personal understanding of. I and my oldest daughter marched in a pride-sponsored Black Lives Matter uh, gathering in, in San Diego, California. And I, as a middle-class white male, I have never personally experienced the discrimination that takes place in the lives of people of color who are calling out for help at this time. But it doesn't mean that there's not a yoke that I can put on and to help my brothers and my sisters find the freedom that they're looking for. You know, over the years here at North Coast United Methodist Church, last year, we took a vote to become a reconciling church. And what a reconciling church is, it's a church that is open and celebrates the open table for one and all. And a reconciling church makes a safe sanctuary for individuals who want to come and worship Jesus Christ, and they live as LGBTQIA plus individuals. And so many places have felt discrimination and felt pushed aside. But in this place, with no questions and no worry, have a place where they can sit down and celebrate the reality of Jesus Christ. I am. I, I identify as. I want to use the right language. I identify as a heterosexual white male. And as I identify as a heterosexual white male, there's so much that I, I don't experience. I don't experience being ostracized because of who I love. I don't experience being identified and worried about because of the color of my skin. I don't experience those things. But it does not mean that I don't have a place in the gospel message of freedom that comes from the actions of Jesus Christ to become the one who gets on the other side of the yoke to assist my brothers and sisters in living the human race to find a place of comfort and care where they can both celebrate who God has created them to be and to celebrate that they are a creation truly loved by God. It begins to open our perspective so much more, especially about what it means to come to the open table of Jesus Christ and to find hope, to find love, and to find care. It's easy to exist in the world where I sit next to a person who looks, acts, and thinks just like I do. But I also will share with you, I don't want to spend all of my time with someone who looks, thinks, and feels the same way that I do. Even I get on my nerves sometimes. And there becomes this desire so that I can live wholly, fully, completely, that I have to open myself up in such a way that allows another person in, especially an individual who loves differently than I love, even though love is love is love is love.
and an individual who deals with situations that I'll never have to deal with. When I find a place to open conversation, when I find a place to interact, to put that yoke on my shoulders as well and walk side by side with an individual in the need of care and in the place of worry so that they can find a place of freedom is a place that I find peace and freedom as well. There is a phrase that was shared by my hero. My hero is an individual by the name of Harry Chapin. And Harry Chapin once shared that a life is not fully lived and is never fully complete until we find the place that we are living for the betterment of others. What does that mean? I can easily create a place that I'm comfortable. And I can sit in that place in comfort and at times should. If you don't fill your cup with water, you can't go off and serve. Sometimes we need to sit in those places of comfort, but we cannot stay in those places of comfort. We have to be the ones that are willing to step out, to go out, to serve in such a way that other individuals find freedom from the things that are holding them back to open the doors of opportunity so that others can find care, safety, and the most important part, they can find true love and see and experience that they are loved. That is the reality of Jesus Christ. God could have stayed in heaven, safe and secure, in a place of godly, heavenly comfort and peace. But God put himself in a place of discomfort so that God himself could put the yoke on his shoulders and create opportunities of wholeness for other people. And he did it by going to where those people are and experiencing those needs for God's self so that God could have a little bit more of an understanding. Now, I'm not holy and divine God. I will never be able to fully put myself in the place where I can fully experience some of the discrimination that happens to others. But I know what I can do. I have found a place of freedom and love and care in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I can still go to those places, listen to the needs and the concerns, and put that yoke on my shoulders and become a voice and an advocate so that others can find their place at the table of salvation. I want us to think about what that means. What does it mean to step out of ourselves so that others can find their place at the table? Now, this is where our our prayer exercises come. As we look at this concept of putting our yoke on God, we're also called to be the hands and feet. And sometimes we're called to be in that double yoke and be side-by-side servants in the gospel of Jesus Christ so another person can find their place at the table of holy love. I want us to think about what this means. So here's our questions for this week, for this week's Bible study. First, who told us we're loved? 
Who was the person that became the hands and feet of Jesus Christ for us? The person that stole, told us the story of Jesus Christ's salvation so that we can find freedom from sin and death. Who was that person for us? That's the first question. Celebrate the storyteller. Here's the second question that I want us to work through, the pray through, the ponder. It's the reality that there are needs in this world that, that we may never have a personal understanding, may never have a personal connection to, but it does not mean it, that it's not a need that needs to be addressed. What are the things that we need to close our mouths and open our ears and learn about? What are the things that we need to close our mouths and open our ears and learn about? And then the third one, the third question's always the same. How do we go out and interact and do something about it? We are never truly fully living our lives until we find ourselves living for the care of others. We remember the person that did it for us. We're challenging ourselves to learn more so that we can know the places that God is calling us to serve. And then the third question, how do you go out and serve? How do you become the one that walks side by side and wears the yoke? It makes living easier for another. Hold on to all those things. That is our uh, biblical uh, conversation for uh, Tuesday, June, uh, July 7th. Uh, may the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen.